Hello, and welcome to Driving the Future, a show from Capgemini Invent. Throughout this series, we're going to be speaking to the top minds in the automotive industry from Capgemini and beyond to get an inside look at where the industry is headed and how companies can shape their own future. In this episode, Carl Cully talks with automotive experts Mark Caesar and Marcus Winkler to introduce the mobility ecosystem and the invasion of the digital players. Welcome to Driving the Future. Uh, my name is Carl Cully, and we're going to be talking in this first episode about the current mobility ecosystem and the invasion of the digital players. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined by uh, two digital automotive mobility experts, uh, Mark Caesar and Marcus Winkler. Thank you very much for joining us, gentlemen. Uh, welcome. Thank you, Carl. Okay, uh, we'll start with Mark. Please, Marcus, could you uh, introduce yourself and tell us uh, a little bit about your role? Yes, of course. Uh, Marcus Winkler, I'm heading the global automotive sector at uh, Capgemini. I'm a, consulting, a consultant at heart with a strong background in economics and uh, technology. Um, automotive in Capgemini means that uh, we are more than 10,000 people working globally for our automotive clients leveraging the full power of the Capgemini group of more than 200,000 people. Our clients, mainly OEMs, manufacturers, um, suppliers, retailers, but also the new transport and uh, new guys uh, like uh, the Ubers of this world as well. Great. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on board. Uh, and, and Mark, please, could you introduce yourself and, and tell us about your role? Yes, my name is Mark Caesar. I'm working for Capgemini Invent, responsible for the connected car business. Um, long time being in the automotive industry and uh, yeah, enjoying the times at the moment and the things that are going on. Great. Great to have you have you on board. Um, okay, so I, I suppose we should start by by setting the scene a little bit and um, talking about this, you know, monumental shift in the uh, automotive industry and in the, in the current mobility ecosystem. Maybe actually we could, we could start by uh, describing what is meant by the mobility ecosystem for our, our listeners uh, and also what has brought about this, this massive shift from, you know, product centricity to customer centricity from, from product to service. Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, I think we need to uh, take a look at what is the now, right? I mean, the now is actually an OEM, a manufacturer producing vehicles, and at the end of the day, relying on the retail, which are most of the time, even let's say third party retail. And those retailers actually selling the car, then we have the, the public transport, and we have now more and more the new transport challenges. The, new actually the mobility ecosystem um, uh, of the future will be actually very more role-based so there will be of course still the manufacturing of vehicles um, uh, being one of the of the parties um, it's the asset owner um, of the uh, vehicles a service provider the mobility platforms um, um, and then, of course, also, let's say, the operator, uh, the brand at the end of the day, and the consumer, which means driver, but also, let's say, the passenger. So this is, let's say, the new, and you're absolutely right. I mean, the new uh, the new means in mobility also a transformation of how we are buying vehicles, um, how we own um, vehicles, how we use them, how we lease them, and at the end of the day, how we uh, how we uh, can transfer from A to B um, as well. 
So this is, I think, uh, means a whole new role play um, in this uh, new segment of the market. Yeah, if if, if I uh, might might add, um, I would also say, if looking at the customer, um, the, the the question for the customer is really um, how he moves from A to B, um, no matter uh, taking a car or riding the bus or um, using whatever transportation means. So, so that's really the customer demand, and um, and that's how the mobility demand is really changing at, at these times. Great, and it, and it really is like a huge shift that the you know the almost a revolution. I mean, I've heard it say said that um, the automotive industry is is undergoing uh, you know its biggest revolution since the the advent of the internal combustion engine. Do you think that's an accurate representation of of, of just how huge the the revolution is? Um, absolutely, Carl. I think this is um, definitely true. Um, um, I mean. What today's OEMs, what they need to do is, at the end of the day, manage its legacy IT into efficiency and reroute the budgets and uh, actually the investment towards uh, the new destiny, which is uh, around connected, autonomous, shared, electric. Um, and also those, let's say, old organization uh, formats, they need to adopt the new ways of working for this challenge. Technology must generate much more business value uh, than in the past, and it needs a new handshake, actually, with uh, the business. And I think, uh, Mark, um, as well, the business itself, the business departments, they also need to accelerate um, new forms of collaboration. They have to uh, focus uh, onto a much faster uh, go-to-market um, as well. And all of that, um, this um, uh, acceleration, uh, what you described, Carl, is actually also uh, very, very strongly um, pushed by the decarbonization goals of the EU, um, by the new e-mobility uh, developments, for example, in China, plus definitely the new market entrants, uh, which are coming uh, to the uh, automotive and mobility game. Um, this is what actually accelerates and will be marking the uh, the massive shift. Yeah, like like Marcus said, um, especially the digital players um, like, like the Googles, the Apples, um, they are now in, invading the the mobility market, and um, the, these new entrants they they have a total different way of working. Um, they are they are much more faster. In, in bringing new features, new products, um, and this is what the what the consumer is used to, and, and therefore expects now also from from the automotive industry and from the yeah, from from mobility, and, and that puts a lot of pressure on the on the OEMs and on the on the whole automotive industry. And what, and what is it exactly that the these invading digital players are bringing? Of course, like fresh eyes on things and, and fresh ideas, um, and they're setting the expectations, as you say, with with consumers. But what what are what is the sort of um, the scope of what they're bringing uh, into the uh, into the automotive automotive industry? I think what we see is that those new market entrants, um, which are also coming, this is quite interesting, out of this uh, sector. I mean, these are definitely um, the digital players uh, that you're mentioning, but also, let's say, players from other industries like uh, insurance, for example, energy utility providers. Um, they are cutting out pieces 
of the traditional automotive value chain. Um, I mean, let's take an example. The trade-in or return of a vehicle uh, was uh, for a long time the core dealer business. Now, actually, new entrants are coming and startups are coming, even insurances, and they have built new brands about it. Um, and actually, is the hassle for the consumer to return the car and actually sell the car into the market. This is, let's say, what they are acting and what they are bringing on the table. I mean, it's definitely something like uh, they're providing this kind of seamlessness for consumers um, in terms of the processes. I think uh, Mark's simplicity is another uh, um, yeah, one of these attributes. Yeah, um, make, make it as simple as possible so that the customer doesn't want to have uh, lots of choices and options. But um, yeah, in, in terms of situative relevance, he wants the, the, right, the right service at the right time, at the right uh, place. And this as simple as possible. Um, if you look at the products um, by by Apple, um, I mean simplicity is really that's that that's what counts and that's what makes makes the great success um, out. Right. And situative relevance is really what the uh, digital players um, can do and uh, are really excelling in that. Superior customer services um, as well. Um, and at the end of the day, it's satisfying the new customer expectations, uh, actually, in this market. And this much more with an even higher agility and a new speed in the market. Mm -hmm. and, and, and are OEMs reacting as quickly as they, they might um, in, to, to these uh, challenges or, well, to these opportunities, these huge opportunities? And this, I guess, is an incredibly exciting time, but there is, a, uh, I suppose, a pressing need for for the uh, OEMs to, to adapt. Um, but are, is, is there any kind of cultural resistance within the uh, automotive industry, would you say, that's um, stopping them from reacting as, as agilely as, as they could? Yes, I mean, definitely. I mean, the, the current uh, tempo, um, the reaction time is uh, much too slow. Um, I think that's uh, what, we, what we are observing. Um, and the interesting thing is, I mean, those digital processes and the customer centricity is by nature cross divisional <laughs> so and uh, this is where where the hurdles are um though the oems organizational structures are grown since decades and um, of course it's much easier to open up uh, let's say digital labs um, than actually implanting or seeding um, digital transformation within uh, the organizations yeah, we, we, we are seeing our, our clients and, and the OEMs, we, we are seeing that they are, um, that they are doing something. They are opening up uh, digital labs and, and all these initiatives, um, trying to, to work agile and to be fast. Um, and, and that, to, to some extent, works quite well, um, but only to a certain extent. Um, if, if you if you start a new project and, and an MVP, a minimal viable product, for example, then at a certain point you need to you need to bring that project into your existing processes and into your organization, and and that's at most times um, when when the hurdles uh, start and and yeah when when the when the speed is is really uh, decreasing a lot. Um, so from a really fast startup style 
coming to the existing rather slow processes of the of the existing organization and and those hurdles really have to be have to over, be overcome yeah it needs at the end of the day uh, carl it needs new formats of collaboration it needs a strong enablement of the employees maybe even new make or buy decisions what is strategic um, and maybe what is uh, what are things um, that partners suppliers actually can do and at the end of the day it needs investment right and uh, this currently the oems they it needs to be earned from the operating profit while on the other hand side on the, the, the digital players you know they can rely on the fresh external money uh, sources and the fantasies of the stock markets as well um, and uh, I think if one thing is true, then uh, the OEMs and also the other um, automotive market players, they need to accelerate the transformation now. Mm -hmm. I see. Well, it, it, just as a kind of uh, a bystander or a layperson such as myself, it seems like incredibly exciting time uh, to be involved in the automotive industry. I, I wonder if is it as exciting for you guys, you know, as, as to be on the inside of this change? Definitely. Um, I mean, there are, there are so many possibilities that, that open up to uh, support our clients, to support the automotive industry. There are so many forms of collaborations um, that, that we are trying to establish. Um, so many really innovative projects that, that we start and, and bring to life. Um, that, that it's really, really great time at, at the moment. Absolutely. Um, uh, that's the place uh, to be. Uh, we are in the middle of a transformation that opens up a lot of opportunities. Um, we at uh, Capgemini um, uh, have built um, a lot of digital capabilities and the transformation capabilities in the last year. So we are as well under transformation and uh, this is what we bring to the market. It really does seem like a, a fascinating time. Um, so, I mean, one way to look at it would be that the um, perhaps the OEMs, there's a kind of pressing need for them to, to change. Um, but could it also be a case that we could look on it as a, a time of tremendous opportunity for OEMs also? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and, uh, I mean, uh, we are there already trying um, to play in both worlds and at the end of the day it's a what we call it ambidextrous play so they are still have let's say the strong manufacturing and engineering background they have the capabilities to scale globally their business they are really in the vehicle business at the same time um, of course, uh, I mean, they are, uh, you know, uh, acquiring the new capabilities, uh, the new digital capabilities uh, where we uh, help them actually uh, uh, to transform and open up um, for the new mobility market, even, let's say, with some new brands um, uh, appearing uh, in the market or with acquisitions, actually, of, uh, of uh, players um, in this market. Okay, so thank you so much for, for joining us, uh, Marcus and Marcus. It's been a, a fascinating introduction to the uh, mobility ecosystem. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so join us, join us next time for Driving the Future when we'll be joined by Sebastian Churdrick and again by Mark Sazan. We'll be talking about the specific pain points of OEMs uh, in the current uh, mobility ecosystem. So join us next time. Thank you very much.